Over the last two decades, I've been on a quest to learn everything I can about leadership, obsessed with what makes the best leaders so good. After running companies small and large for the last 20 years, today I speak on stages all across the world to audiences who are interested in that same question. My name's John Laredo, and I'm your host. I invite you to join me on this journey as we explore this topic. What makes the best leaders so good? Welcome to Tomorrow's Leader. All right, welcome to today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader, where we dive deep on all things leader-related, related to leading yourself and leading other people. So today's topic is all about the leader and looking in the mirror, because most of the times, and I deal with a lot of situations with clients, and they bring up different situations and dilemmas, and uh, usually when a problem is brought up that they're having in their organization, there's ultimately something that stems back to the leader. And I'll give you an example. I had a, uh, somebody I'm working with that, that brought up a situation where he was frustrated with the performance of his organization and, and said, recently, motivation has kind of waned, results have gone down, uh, was re- he was really frustrated, and um, he was losing his own motivation in reality. And that was what he was expressing is, I don't know how to get this back. You know, I feel like everything's kind of going down in the, in the wrong direction. And I said, okay, well, let's stop for a second. And let me ask you a question. If I asked your people, what do they think of you right now and what's happening? How would they would describe you right now? What would they say? And he thought for a minute, he said, you know, they probably say I'm kind of detached, maybe, uh, maybe even disengaged, to be honest with you. I'm like, okay, uh, thanks for your honesty. I said, if that's what they think and that's what they're observing, that their leader is starting to detach and lose interest or lose motivation, what do you think goes through their head? What are they thinking? What are they, what are they wondering? He didn't really know. And I said, well, here's what happens. I said, if you think about this, your your leader is now has been engaged slowly, you know, or quickly, maybe you see this leader's behaviors, attitude, actions change. Um, this leader that was talking to me, it was not going into the office as much, uh, wasn't communicating as much, clear signs that I, without a doubt, his people, I'm sure, feel a level of disengagement. What happens is the first thing that happens is your people start to ask a question. Okay, what's happening? I don't get it. Why is my leader now not showing up? Or what's what's I sense a change? And sometimes it's even more subtle than that. Just could be your attitude and your emotions or your facial expressions, your body language, whatever the case is. There's a question of, okay, what is happening? And secondly is, why is it happening? I don't get it. Now, the first thought they're thinking is, okay, is it me? Uh, is it something like, are they not, you know, is, is it a problem with me? Are they not happy with me? Is it a performance thing? Uh, do they not like me as much? Then they start to get concerned about the leader. It's like, okay, well, is he or she okay? What's going on? Is something, are they leaving the organization? I don't get it. What's, are they, are they not going to be here? Is something happened at home? What's the, what's the issue? Um, and that concern then starts to turn into frustration, Without answers, they start to assume this person just doesn't have interest. They're not motivated. Why should I be motivated? If they're not, if they're not putting in 100%, why should I put in 100%? This frustration then starts to turn into resentment. And before you know it, you have a team of people that no longer want to follow that leader. 
And if they do follow that leader, because they've got a choice, they either follow that leader down a road of lack of motivation and and lack of engagement, which ultimately means a sacrifice on their end. They're not going to be doing as well. And ultimately, they might not even make it in that business or their career path may change. uh, Or they have to detach from the leader and ultimately carve their own path and lead themselves or maybe follow somebody else, which might be a coworker or somebody outside the organization where they make the decision just to leave the organization. These are situations I see all the time. And my message to you as a leader is when you are not happy with the performance or something that's happened in your organization, something changes, behaviors start to change, attitudes change, people are starting to come in late. People are not motivated. Maybe there's uh, a lot of drama happening. Maybe there's a lot of conflict. Maybe there's a lack of communication. Maybe everybody's starting to fracture off and not work together as a team. They're not supporting each other. They're not respecting each other. Whatever it is, the first thing you have to do as a leader is look in the mirror. Because usually there's something that the leader is doing or not doing that's causing that problem. I always used to say, if I'm a 10 at something, my people are going to be an 8. If I'm an eight, they're going to be a six. If I'm a six, they're going to be a four. So if I want my organization, for example, to be positive and upbeat and, uh, and, and open and friendly, if I'm not that way and I'm coming in every day grumpy with a bad attitude, why would I ever expect my organization to be any different? If I expect and want my people to be uh, able and willing to take risks, but I don't support that as the leader, when they take risks and they make mistakes, I uh, chastise them or I, uh, I, I reprimand them or there's consequences, then why would anybody expect to take risks? Why would I expect anybody in the organization to do that? I'm not rewarding what I'm asking them to do. Usually, again, if I look in the mirror, it's something that the leader is doing. It's amazing to me when I go into organizations, I can see that the people in that organization adopt, they, they almost become over time clones of the leader. I mean, they really do resemble the leader in in how they think and even the things that they say and the words that they use and the lingo and what they do and even how their mannerisms are and their behaviors, everything. They really start to resemble that leader and good or bad. And if you think of your own experiences, you know, I can think of experiences where I remember a team that my son was on, Nick, when he was playing basketball. Now, Nick at that point was an unbelievably disciplined, dedicated basketball player. He was almost obsessed, if not obsessed, with the game. He would practice three, four, five hours a day. I mean, to say he was a coach's dream was to to put it lightly. This kid was an absolute uh, star in terms of just dedication uh, and skills. He was a great player as well. So he was on a team and there was a bunch of A players. There were great, great teammates, uh, a great assembly of players, but they were not succeeding as a team. And the problem wasn't the players. The problem was the coach. The coach wasn't showing up. Literally, he wouldn't show up to practices or he'd be late. Or when he ran practices, the practices would be just so lazy and just going through the motions. He'd send them out on the floor to play, uh, to scrimmage each other, which, you know, as players, you like to do that, but you're not being developed. You're not working on plays. You're not working on skills or drills or anything like that. And you know what? The players knew that. They could sense it. They were young kids, but they could sense that their coach wasn't engaged and really didn't care whether they won or lost. I mean, he was managing three, four, five teams. I don't even know what it was. He just didn't dedicate the time. He didn't show the interest. He'd come. I remember 
the time I was asked to coach the team, my son came up to me, dad, you got to coach the team. We're going to have to forfeit. I'm like, well, what are you talking about? He said, well, our coach is not here. We can, you can please fill in or else we're going to have to forfeit. I'm like, ah, man, dude, I don't know the game well enough to be a coach for you, but yeah, okay. I'm like, we're not going to forfeit. So, you know, as I'm starting to coach or what I think is coaching, then he's sauntering in and walking slowly. I'm like, dude, what is going on? And now, I'm not the cut the parent to like, you know, beef to the coach about stuff, but wow. Yeah, this was the time I beefed to the coach. I'm like, dude, what are you doing, man? You got great players. Why are you letting them down? Because you don't if you don't feel like coaching, step aside and let somebody else coach. So I see leaders that you know, unfortunately are looking to the people that they lead to perform better than than they really deserve to have them perform. They haven't given, they haven't demonstrated everything and invested in them. Uh, and ultimately, you know, your people are going to be a, a sign of you. It's amazing when I go into organizations and I see that. I'm just amazed at how they ultimately, the culture of the organization, it comes down to resembling what the leader is like. So my message today is, is think about yourself as the leader. And if you were cloning your organization and it was literally, you know, people that resembled you, would that be the organization that you want? Would they be people that made the decisions the right way, took risks the right way, built the right culture the right way, treated each other the right way? And I'm not talking about you at your best. I'm talking about you now. If you're leading an organization now, is who you are now, the version of you that you would want replicated and duplicated and expanded through your organization. Looking in the mirror is without a doubt one of the best exercises you can do as a leader. So I hope that was helpful. Uh, Keep liking, subscribing, sharing. Give me feedback, comments on things, topics, and guests that you'd like to see on the show in the future. And uh, thanks for joining today. Take care. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader for suggestions or inquiries about having me at your next event or personal coaching. Reach me at john at loritogroup.com. Once again, that's J-O-H-N at L-A-U-R-I-T-O-G-R-O-U-P dot com. Thanks. Lead on.